We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. We're going to talk about who in the world was Jesus. We've talked about who in the world are you. We're going to talk about who in this world was Jesus because there's some things about the ministry of Jesus that I think many of us have misunderstood or not quite fully understood. And uh, I want to just take just a few minutes and just kind of refresh our memory and bring our thinking up to the point where I want to start in the Scriptures. When Adam sold the earth lease out to Satan and Satan became what the Apostle Paul called the God of this world, then it left God on the outside looking in. What was he going to do about this situation? Could he just make him another man out of the dust of the ground? No, he couldn't do that because Adam had just turned the lease over to Satan and Satan was the God of the world system. So God had a problem on his hands. Now, sometimes we don't realize that God does have problems. And he had a problem. What was he going to do? He had already stated in his word and in the beginning there, he said, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let them have dominion. Over the fish of the sea, the fowl there, the cattle over all the earth, over every creeping thing and over all the work of his hands. So he gave mankind dominion in the earth. So it was... God's position that he had been left on the outside and Adam had sold the earthlies out to Satan and Satan had become the God of the world system. Now, for God to come back in the earth and just start destroying the works of the devil with his Godhead powers would have been illegal because God is limited by his word in what he could do about this situation because you read there in Genesis where he said... Let man have dominion. Let him subdue the earth and have dominion over it. So God couldn't go back on his word. Now there's people that will say, well, you know, God can do everything. Do anything he wants to. Well, God doesn't want to violate his word, though. See, there's certain things God can't do. And one of them is he can't lie. The Bible says it's impossible for God to lie. So God was limited in what he could do unless he could get some man to cooperate with him. Now, this is where the church for years have never really come to a full understanding of what was involved. Now, you know, I thought for years that it was because that God and the devil were just so close to the same power was the reason that God hadn't overthrown the devil and got rid of him. And uh, I thought, well, it's just nip and tuck who's going to win. But no, that's not it at all. God could wipe the devil out in an instant of time. It wouldn't take but just one flip of his little finger and send his saddle home. John, he's done. (laughs) But he can't do that, you see, unless, until the lease runs out on this planet Earth. Now, that lease, I mentioned it in one of the other sessions, that it's going to run out when the body of Christ gets Satan underfoot. And Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool. We need to realize that God, when he gave Adam dominion, he never took that back. That dominion stayed with mankind. And when Adam sinned, turned this earth lease over to Satan, 
then actually Satan had the lease on the earth. That's essentially what God did. Now, someone might say, well, where do you get this earth lease? Well, I don't have time to preach it right now, but uh, if you'll read the 12th chapter of Mark, you'll find that Jesus talked about the earth lease. He said a man planted a vineyard, digged a wine press, and built a hedge about it, built a tower, leased it out to the husband, went into a far country. Then he sent to receive of the fruit, and they beat his servants and killed some, and he said, I'll send my only son, and they'll reverence him. And the wicked husbandman said, Come, let us kill the son, and then we'll be heirs. Well, he's telling you what Satan did about the earthlies. Now, there's two scriptures that I never could get just lined up like I thought I wanted them until the Lord gave me some insight into it. Psalms 116, verse 15 says, The heavens, even the heavens of the Lord, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. So God gave the earth to mankind, or gave him a lease on the earth. And then it says in Psalms 24, 1, it says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Well, now, is it the Lord's or is it man's? <laughs> Which one of those is right? Well, they're both right, see. Because God just simply gave a lease on this earth to Adam. And until that lease runs out, God is obligated by that contract. We read that contract in the other session there in Genesis, the first chapter, when he said, let us make man in our image and let them have dominion over everything, over all the earth. So that's where the authority lies. Now, let's bring it down on a natural plane, and this will help you. I'm going to say it so many ways you'll get it. In England, Arkansas, I have a farm. Now, several years ago, I leased it out to my cousin for five years. We signed a contract where that he had control of that farm for five years for a certain amount of money, you know. And uh, now, if I were to go in there and say to him, now, we're not going to raise any cotton this year. We're going to raise cucumbers and bananas. He'd say, you out of your gourd. I'm going to raise cotton or I'm going to raise soybeans, whatever I want to. I said, well, it's my farm. He said, yeah, but I got the lease on it. And until the lease runs out, you can't control what's done with it. Now, this is essentially the situation that God was in. He had leased the earth out to mankind, and mankind had sold the earth lease out to Satan, and Satan had become the God of this world. Now, what was God going to do? First of all, he made covenants with men. He made a covenant with Adam. He made a covenant with Noah. And the covenant with Noah was before the flood came. Now, someone said, well, now, if God couldn't just control everything that happened in the earth, how did he destroy the earth with the flood? Well, he made a covenant with Noah before he did it. It gave him access into it. Now, there were certain things that God could do. But there were certain other things that God couldn't do unless he'd get man to cooperate with him. Then you see, when he came to Abraham, he made a covenant with Abraham that was what we'd call the covenant of all covenants. It was the strongest thing going. It was a blood covenant. And this blood covenant essentially meant this. What I have, Abraham, belongs to you, and what you have belongs to me, even to your life, if I require it. Now, Abraham understood that covenant. You notice that everything went fine. You know, God said to Abraham, as for me, I'll make my covenant between me and you. In other words, that's like putting something between. If I took a 
petition of some kind and put it between me and you, then if you got to me, you'd have to deal with that petition that I put there. Or if I got to you, I'd have to deal with it. And this is what God was saying to Abraham. I'm going to deal with you through this covenant. It's going to be between you and me. And uh, we'll have to deal with each other through the rules of this covenant. Now, for a covenant to be good and to be valid, it must be proven to be valid. And each party must be capable of performing their part of it. Now, you can understand that. If a fellow that slept in a boxcar last night goes out here in the morning and bids on a $100 million construction job and bids a million dollars on it, he's sure going to be the low bidder. But he can't back up what he says he'll do, see. So the contract wouldn't be worth the paper it's written on. So you remember when God came to Abraham and says, Abraham, go up to the mountain and offer your son, your only son, offer him as a sacrifice? They used to make me so mad. I said, God, why did you tell Abraham to kill his son? You're the one that said, Thou shalt not kill. But did you notice Abraham didn't argue with that? He went right up there to do the very thing God said because he knew that covenant. And he had sworn by that covenant. And it had given God access into the earth and it gave Abraham access to God. So when Abraham went up there and laid his son upon the altar and raised the knife to kill him, you know the story, the angel Lord called to him and he turned around and there was a ram caught in the bushes. Now, Abraham said to his son, when his son says, uh, here's the fire and here's the wood and all of that, but said, where's the sacrifice? He said, God himself will provide a lamb. And I don't know as Abraham knew what he prophesied or not, but that's exactly what God did. God provided himself a lamb. And what was hinging on that was this fact. If Abraham would not give his son, then it would be legal for God to give his son. So the whole plan of redemption hinged on what Abraham did with his son Isaac. And when he was obedient to what God said, raised the knife to kill him, God considered it done. He said, because thou hast done this thing. And in the book of Hebrews it says, God received him in a figure. And because Abraham was obedient, then Abraham could turn around and ask God for his. And mankind was delivered because of what Abraham did. Salvation came because Abraham was willing to give his son. And God was then legally able to give his son to redeem all mankind. Isn't that good news? Praise God. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast as we've taught today on who in the world was Jesus. Now, we have an offer this week that I believe will be very enlightening to you. It's CD offer number 7232. It's called the Identification Series. You know, we talked about last week, who in the world are you? And this week, we're talking about who in the world was Jesus. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19 entitled Identification Series. And I believe it'll help you understand that God has created us in His image and His likeness and has given us dominion over this planet, but we have to take authority over the devil that has invaded this planet. He's illegally in this planet, and he's brought sickness and disease and poverty and all of that. In the book of Romans, in the fifth chapter, verse 17 
says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they that receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Paul says we ought to reign in life as a king would reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Well, when we understand that we've been given the authority to use the name of Jesus, we have the power of God because of the Word of God. God's Word is His power. And in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus showed us what the Word of God would do in flesh, blood, and bone form upon this earth. And we're created in the image and likeness of God. Do you remember in the 11th chapter of Genesis where it says the devil worshipers were going to build a tower so high that the flood couldn't get them again? The Tower of Babel. God said, let us go down. It says, nothing will restrain them from doing what they have imagined to do. In other words, these were devil worshipers. And what about us today? If we can image the Word of God and what God said about us, what we can do in this earth is awesome. That's offer number 7232 for a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area. Word is working for-